Ladies and gentlemen, this is the show that nobody asked for. Hosted by no one you've heard of. Playing a game no one has played since 2015. This is Smash or Pass. With your hosts, Grace and Danny. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everyone. This is Smash or Pass, the podcast. Welcome. It's our first episode. Uh, we have no idea what we're doing, but it is the New Year's episode. So to start things off, Grace and I are going to have a little clink with our champagne. Cheers. If our words throw later, it's because we may have had too much. <laughs> uh, so before we break down what the podcast is going to be about, uh, let's introduce ourselves, right? Yeah. Um, I'll go first. My name is Grace. Hello. I am 26 years old. I love the color light blue and Cape Cod chips. Mmm, yummy, mm. tasty. <laughs> um, my name's Danny. I'm 25 years old. Uh, I have anxiety and an obsession with Dolly Parton, and I cuss too much. That's us. That's us in a nutshell, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the idea is we're going to start our first segment uh, with a little update on either our own lives or something that's been going on. Uh, say if there's been a smashable or a passable moment. Uh, as we move into the next segment, we're going to talk about, you know, any shows, movies, music, food, drink, anything that's come out that we want to talk about. That we thought was a smash or a pass. Yes. Uh, I hope you can see a trend here. Uh, <laughs> and then to close out, we're going to play the game Smash or Pass, probably linked to something that we talked about in the episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope you guys play along at home as well when we play. Uh, it's a fun time. The lightning round. I can already anticipate some uh tangents will be will be gone on here yes so bear with us so bear with us so as we said it's the new year's episode uh it's about to be 2021 uh and 2020 was undeniably a clusterfuck fuck fest of a year <laughs> just <laughs> dumpster fire plainly. to say it eloquently it was horrible and we want this to be just like a positive podcast a positive thing to listen to just kind of like turn your brain off and listen to us gab about whatever to be honest so bad year but we thought it'd be good to start the year off with uh and the podcast off with each of us sharing our biggest smash of the year uh personal and or general so grace do you want to start say your biggest smash of the year sure so i think my biggest smash was i did have like i'm sure a lot of people have had just a career change or you know something major like that in your job shift and i started a new job at a new company with a brand new field that i'm not used to but i love it and it is so much fun so that was the biggest change positive change for me and then the other smashable thing for me that happened in 2020 is i started playing pickleball which if you don't know what that is it is a form of tennis meets ping pong meets badminton and it is the most fun and it kind of in a way became like a little therapeutic for me so all right that's I, I feel like that's a good way to like get stress out too it yeah, is for sure all right well that's lovely um i'd say my biggest smash personally of the year um so i work in the film industry obviously that took a bit of a hit during the pandemic but i was able to work on a documentary uh, super important documentary, probably one of the most important things I will ever work on, um, a true crime case that has not been solved yet, and I got to work with some really amazing people that I've worked with in the past, and that was just a really w- great way to kind of close out near the end uh, of 2020 to just reflect on, that's probably my favorite thing I did, uh, and then a generic smash 
Um, I think we can all thank Taylor Swift for (laughs) single-handedly bringing us out of this dumpster fire with both folklore and evermore. I, I cannot say enough about how much I love these albums and they are the soundtrack to go into 2021. Hopefully for the better. Hopefully things turn around. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you, Taylor. So yeah, those are our top smashes. Segment one, we'll, uh, we'll keep just updating you guys on little bits of our life or anything that's going on. So as we segue into topic number two (laughs) one of the biggest smashes i think of the year for us and hopefully for you as well is showtime's your honor woo woo starring brian cranston and uh to tell you about i'm gonna tell you the plot line of the show real quick and then i'm gonna let grace take it away with why the show is so cool Mm -hmm. to her and me as well but yeah and hopefully you (laughs) (laughs) um so the show is about Uh, A teen named Adam who gets into a hit-and-run accident uh, due to an asthma attack that he has, and he ends up unintentionally killing a fellow teenager who turns out to be the son of a huge crime boss in New Orleans. And he, Adam, ironically, is the son of the city's judge, head of the justice system. So... As the show progresses, it kind of tackles white privilege and how unjust the criminal system, criminal justice system really is. Uh, It has a lot of amazing performances, and we've just been glued to our TVs when we watch it. Uh, And uh, Grace, if you want to talk a little bit about. So the reason that this show is very special to me, well, for us in general, is because opposite Brian Cranston is my best friend Hunter Duhan and it was just so cool to get to see him achieve his dreams and acting you know we have been best friends since high school and so I was able to really see his whole career and how it is formed and we really thought that this was just kind of a lucky chance that he even got an audition and now his dreams are coming true and he gets to work with Brian who is his acting hero essentially he's always loved Breaking Bad and it is just so incredible and special to get to watch him on TV and I'm so proud of him it's so cool especially like Grace said they've been friends forever so I got to witness her witness Mm -hmm. just him getting this role from the beginning which was just so cool and we really can't think of anyone else who deserves it more we've talked about it forever and also if you haven't watched it get showtime if you don't have it i don't know what you're doing because (laughs) it's so good i have had like physical reactions to watching the show yes it is very much like nail biter on the edge of your seat and then there the whole theme of it is you know how far would you go for the ones that you love exactly like i feel like even though it's so dark and tragic and a little violent the root of everything is love and especially like the love you have for your child it's really cool and it's an all-star cast i mean everyone is just so talented and incredible it's from the creator of the good wife and the night of so wonderful writing and just can't recommend it enough so i think that was our favorite and most smashable moment of 2020 even if it did come out later in the year it made the year and it's really really good yes and um you know brian cranston is everything and another thing he is is a dad not only a dad but a tv dad so on that note we're moving into the lightning round of the show where we play smasher pass and this week's topic is if you haven't already guessed it 
TV dads. Would we smash them? Or pass them? By the way, uh, when we say smash, get your mind out of the gutter. The word smash has a plethora of definitions, and, you know, we're just having fun. We're just, we're just giving our opinions here. So, uh, unsolicited opinions. The unsolicited opinions, indeed. We're just here for a good time. All right, number 20. Walter White from Breaking Bad. Pass. Smash the shit. <laughs> okay, first of all, hot. I, I gotta say, Brian, okay, but here's the thing. Walter White, smash. Him in Malcolm in the Middle, pass. pass. I get it, I get it. I'm gonna say smash still. Uh, and I think Brian, on the chance that you're watching this, or listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. It is going to be Tywin Lannister from Game of Thrones. All right. Pass. Pass. Disgusting? No thanks. Also, what a dick. No one in the Lannister family. Maybe Jamie. I was thinking Peter Dinklage, to be honest. I love him in that show. Fair enough. Fair enough. And also, Jamie sleeping with his sister. So, goodbye. That's also true, but he's very attractive. Very attractive, but incest. Deal breaker. That's okay. That's valid. That's valid. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Tywin, fat now. Uh, yeah, we can agree. All right, next one. Michael Bluth from Arrested Development, um, a.k.a. Jason Bateman. Jason freaking Bateman. Okay. So smash. Smash. So smash. Jason Bateman is like my ideal man. 100%. 100%. Like, like very attractive, but quirky and goofy. cute. I goofy. think it's his hair, too. It for sure is his hair. It he makes like all the difference. He has like frat boy hair. Because if you look at his face, we're looking at his face, mm-hmm. it's like very much just like very simple, very calm, like nothing super chiseled. He's yes. obviously not a model. I think it's also the way he delivers because he's yes. so good at dry comedy and that I'm a sucker for dry 100%. comedy. 100%. Also, Evan and I recently watched The Change Up, which is Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds. And they oh, switch yes. bodies. Yes, 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 yes. Pretty funny. You know, same like campy, like whatever. Right. I was equally as attracted to Jason Bateman as I am Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And that's... A testament. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> so, smash. Smash. Okay. All right. Number 17 is Bob Belcher from Bob's Burgers. Pass. Pass. Okay, but I'm only saying this, and I feel like we might get canceled for this, because I think a lot of people love Bob's Burgers. I've never seen it. No, I'm the same way, so we might as well skip, because this is all invalid. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, we'll just pretend, you know, if we did watch it, we'd probably say Smash. But But he's also, you know, I was about to just give an argument that doesn't matter. I was going to say, it's also a cartoon, but I'm so attracted to, like, Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, that's invalid. Invalid. Yes, a hundred percent. But yes, we don't watch it. And also, Casper. Oh yes. Uh, (laughs) Quick segue. Grace and I had a fun moment. Not last Halloween, but the one prior. Watching Halloween movies, where she, I decided to say, "Oh, you know, I had a huge crush on Casper as a kid." And Grace said, "Oh yeah, uh, like a hundred percent, me too." And I said, "You know, of course, though, like kid, like the version." human version of him to which grace was stunned because no she did not mean the child version she meant the fucking little bald ghost (laughs) the cgi (laughs) cgi ghost so i mean the whole movie was about him he was on the screen way longer you had way more time to fall in love with him i stand by it so you're saying that you can watch anyone on the screen and be attracted (laughs) to them if they're on long enough no what i'm just saying look we all have ghosts we all have we all have skeletons in our closet (laughs) we all have ghosts uh i have some embarrassing celebrity crushes as well we'll go into that maybe another episode that could be fun 
All right, next up, Frank Costanza from Seinfeld. Smash. Yes. No! Yes! Oh, I love him. I love him. It is Jerry Stiller, of course, that plays Frank Costanza. Obviously, like, would I physically smash him? But he was so good. Oh, I just loved him and everything that he was in. Uh, my parents, like, we used to watch King of Queens growing up, and I mm-hmm. thought he was, like, the funniest freaking dude ever. Okay, Sandy Cohen from The O.C. I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass, too, honestly. It's the brows. But it's, also... They're a lot. They're a lot, and also the way that I'm in love with his son. Right. Seth Cohen, truly. I mean, there's just an adorable picture of him with with Sandy here as well. We love him. I'm looking at him right now. Yes. Like, beautiful, beautiful. Love him. Truly one of my favorite characters, I think, in television. He's just lovable. Sandy, though, gonna have to pass. I just can't. Is it? Okay. I need you to stick with me. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's one of those people where you can look at him and think he's attractive, Mm -hmm. but it's not there. And you exactly. don't, and like, you you don't know, know that why. people probably find him attractive, but you're not. And I would say it's his eyebrows, but I think it's his whole face. Yes. Want to know who I feel that way about? Mm. Chris Evans. Same. Same. Yes. But is it because, at least for me, mm-hmm. I think it's because I know he's unattainable. So my brain just like That's compartmentalizes. Not it for me. I mean, obviously he is unattainable, but <laughs> I can recognize him. Like, that's a, that's a beautiful man. Like, mm-hmm. great bod, good face. I am not attracted to him. It's just not there for me. Like, he could come up to me in a bar and I'd be like, eh. Yeah. And well, that's not true. Let's say you were single and he came up to you in a bar. You would be head over heels. I know you would. Sure. You'd okay, be, if you'd he was a real-life person and not a celebrity, yes. Not Captain America. <laughs> Potentially. But, like, just watching him in interviews and people swoon over him, and I get it. I do. It's just not there for me. That's fine. So Sandy Cohen is a pass, though. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up. Raymond from Everybody Loves Raymond. That is the most pass, pass? I think I will ever say. The most pass. I oh cannot my stand Ray Romano and I don't know why. Mm-mm. I just do not like him. Is it the way he talks? He talks funny. Maybe a little bit. It may. It might be. And you know what? Good for him. Did anyone watch Everybody Loves Raymond? I did. You, of course you did. Of course I did. I mean, I, like, tuned in sometimes. Who who played the mom? Because I love her. Patricia. Patricia something. No, 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 no. Oh. I'm so sorry. Not his wife. Oh, Like, his Raymond's mom. mom. Oh, my gosh. And his dad. Yes. Best character. Best part of the show. Yes. Couldn't tell you the names right now. But okay, but yes. we know who we're talking about. Those are my favorite parts of the show. Um, Ray Romano, still a pass, though. Still a pass. Moving on. Okay, um, next up is Tony Soprano. Pass. 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 I'm scared. I feel like I would die somehow. It's not like a fun kind of like, oh, danger. You know, it's It's, very much. I'm scared. Right. And I'm just going to say it. I don't think he's like attractive enough to like find out if you're in danger or not, you know? Fair. You know what I mean? Very fair. Thanks. Okay. Number 12, Homer Simpson from obviously The Simpsons. Pass. Pass. He looks, like, he looks like my father, so. Um, That's accurate. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, your dad's not yellow, but <laughs> he's not. But they have some strikingly similar features. Your dad is better. Agreed. As a person. Yes. Okay. All right, next up, Steve Brady from Sex and the City. Smash so much. Yeah. So much. He was too 
fucking good. He was so nice. He was too good for Miranda. Did he cheat? Yes. But she sucked. I will never condone cheating. Ever. Ever. But she is the worst. We all know Miranda is she not the favorite of She's, the bunch. She sucks. And he was so good to her and she was so mean to him for so long. And he was just so cute and New Yorky, and he played basketball and... He had glasses. Yes. He was just so sweet. And he was a bartender. Like he's... What, what, what could you not love about him? Minus the cheating. That's true. I'm honored I got number 10. It is Johnny Rose from Schitt's Creek. Ooh, Johnny. All right. So this is a toss-up. What are we going to say? I'm going to say Smash, actually. Really? Uh-huh. I mean, I just love him. That's true. That's true. I I'll say, love I'll... Whole, I love... That is honestly the most smashable cast. Like, I just adore everyone on that show. I feel like it's hard to not smash him. He's such a good dad. Yes. He's such a good employer. He's so awkward, too. Mm-hmm. Just everything he does, like, it always feels uncomfortable. And he always means so well. I would say I love everyone on that show except Roland. So this lined up perfectly because this next one. (sighs) Eric Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Do we even need to count down? It's a smash. That is the smashiest smash smash (laughs) smash. (laughs) I love Eric Taylor. That's another show I actually rewatched over uh, quarantine was Friday Night Lights. And it just reminded me how in love I am with Kyle Chandler. And also Connie Britton, to be honest. Connie Britton is a flawless human being. They were so perfectly casted. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it was so good. Ugh. He is next level. Okay, um, Andre Dre Johnson from Blackish. One, two, three. I'm gonna smash. I think I'm gonna pass, but only because... I don't know Blackish that well, but I do love oh, Anthony Anderson. Yes. I love, I love Anthony, Anthony Anderson. Anderson. And also, he's freaking hilarious. He is hilarious. I See, the Anthony Anderson I know is from Agent Cody Banks 2 Destination well, London. Well, of course. So, if it's that Anthony Anderson, absolutely. But yes. I just, I don't, if we're going off Anthony Anderson, like, as a whole, yes. Sure, sure. But Dre and himself, I'll still say Smash. I watched the first season when it first came out. He's great in it. Mm-hmm. Loves his wife. Very sweet. Cool. Smash. Great. All right. Number seven. I feel like this is going to be a very um, big debate. I agree. Uh, Danny Tanner from Full House. I could not pass more. Pass. <laughs> Do you think pass, I was going to smash? Pass. I really didn't know. I, I would really... smash Jesse. Jesse and Joey. Joey. Never touched Danny. Never. I, I kind of thought you'd be into Danny because he's tall, lanky, and nerdy. Which is... And loves to clean. Those are... Wow. Okay. Um, I feel seen. But <laughs> also, no. There's a line, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like those memes where you see, let's say, Ryan Reynolds, and then they put glasses on. It's like, that's the nerd I want. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, for sure. Danny is like far if, too if, much if of John a dad. John Stamos played Danny's role. Absolutely. And wore some glasses. Absolutely. Danny, you know, Danny's too much. He... Bob Saget is like a G in real life. Like Oh, I know. Like he, one of the most like vulgar Yes. Like crazy, crazy people. Well not crazy in a bad way, but you know what I mean. Well <laughs> debatable. Crazy. Anyway, yeah, resounding pass. So it is Carl Winslow from Family Matters. I'm gonna pass. Pass. Steve Urkel or his like alter ego? Yeah. Oh yeah. What's the actor's name? He's cute. He's like an attractive guy. 
But who plays Steve Urkel? Yes. I loved Family Matters. That was my show. I feel like it was on every time I got home from school. Jaleel White. Yes. Yes. I thought it was so, so funny. Um, but yeah, I'm going to pass on Carl. All right, number six, we're coming in strong with Randall Pearson from This Is Us. The way that I would smash. I don't even need a countdown. I would die. I for love him. him. I love him. The char- He's, first of all, I think one of the only good characters on the show. He's phenomenal. Also, not to mention Sterling K. Brown. Like, I can't even, I can't even fathom words to explain what I'm trying to say. Yes. Like, he's just perfect. I'm picking up what you're putting down. And he's the best dad. He's so good. And he loves Beth. Against all odds. And he struggles with mental health. Relatable. Not to mention, like, adoption. Yes. Like, in, like, an all-white family in the 70s. Like, man. Can't imagine that. And he's, and he's just, I mean, he's amazing. It's so good. I think he was my, he's my favorite storyline. For sure. He's definitely, I think, the most charming out of, oh, and Beth, too. My gosh. Like, they're, truly, they're the reason I watch the show. Other than Jack. No one touches Jack. That's 10 out of 10. Next, Dan Connor from Roseanne. I'm passing. I couldn't pass more. I couldn't pass more. First of all, I don't really like the show Roseanne. Politics aside, it sucked. I really didn't love it. Sorry, Mom and Dad. I think you guys like the show. Um, They tried to reboot it. Uh, I will say, though, what? John Goodman Mm -hmm. in Righteous Gemstones. Wow. If y'all haven't seen Righteous Gemstones, It is our favorite show. Our favorite show, truly, of all time. And I can't even fathom, like, the anger I had whenever it wasn't nominated for anything. Oh, I know. We were pissed. Like, why? Can you answer that they for were, me? The world wasn't ready. Really? And also, I don't know another person that watched it. That's also true. Like, I feel like maybe one other person. Yeah. I've been trying to get my parents to watch it. It's brilliant. But my mom binged it. She literally, she was visiting here whenever she watched it. And she literally, because she's staying in my room, was up to like five in the morning. She could not stop watching it. Smashed everyone in that cast too. For sure. Man. Okay. All right. But but still a resounding pass for Dan Connor. Okay. I have to say on the Roseanne note, you know, like the theme song, like the, like, whatever that sound is. Mm-hmm. Is it harmonica? I you know so. what I'm talking yeah, about. Sure, sure, like sure. that. You don't love it. I don't love it. And I feel the same way about Seinfeld. It's not that like their theme songs turn me away, but when I think about those mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. I think about those sounds and I hate it. It's like so like transition sound heavy. You know what I'm saying? I do. All right. Oh. Number three, Philip Banks, a.k.a. Uncle Phil from The Crush Prince of Bel-Air. I'm passing I, simply out of respect. Simply, yeah. Because Simply out of respect. Easily, so far, best dad on the list. So good. Because he was also Will's dad in a yes. sense. Yes. Stepped up to be a father figure. For Will Smith? Yes. I didn't know that. Well, in the show. Oh, I thought you <laughs> real life. In the show, yes. I mean, there's that heartbreaking scene that it goes around. It's so, it goes viral every time someone posts it of Will Smith's character and he's saying, you know, you know, he left. He didn't, he didn't want me. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's uh, so emotional, so insanely emotional. And then he, Uncle Phil hugs him. Mm-hmm. And it's just so cool. It's, it's, it felt real. And I think, you know, I don't know if it's true or not, but a lot of like rumors said that Will Smith was also speaking from experience a little bit. So Aww. it's, it's just cool. And it was, I mean, I feel like everyone loved Uncle Phil. 
Absolutely. And they had a reunion, I think, recently. And really cool. They were all able to get together, obviously. Um, it's such a good show, After he passed too. away. Yes. Such, oh, yeah. That's another one. That was another after-school show that I watched. For sure. It was great. <sighs> I'm so excited. I already know your answer for this I know one. you know it, and I feel like you're opposite, but I don't care. It is number two, Phil Dunphy from Modern Family. Absolutely. I truly don't think there is a funnier dad on television than Phil Dunphy. I agree with that, but I still have to pass. That's fine. There's that one episode. Doesn't he show up with an alpaca? Yep. He sure does. That in that one moment, that's smash for me. (laughs) Nothing more attractive than a man with an alpaca. I think he's just so funny that I'm like, sure, why not? Also, we've reached the last one. Wow. Which, interestingly enough, we actually mentioned him earlier. I really didn't know that was the first one. Me either. Number one, Jack Pearson, This Is Us, played by Milo Ventimiglia. Which is, I mean... I am actually, like, physically emotional just reading his name. Like, her eyes are watering. I love him. I love him. I was team Jess all the way, Gilmore Girls, and now this is us. The best dad of all time. Oh, my God. And just so good and so rugged. Didn't deserve to die. A veteran. I mean. A veteran. (laughs) That mustache. I, the mustache doesn't do it for me, but the personality. The mustache, both. You also were meant to live in the 70s, though. I agree. So I feel like that really hits home for you. I agree, 100%. Um, I think you had a past life or something. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. I, I could see that. You have some connection to that era, and I don't know what it is. But I also have like some connection to the 60s, so it is what it is. For sure. Um, my good friend Summer also tells me that I have an old soul. You do have an old soul. You love and thrive in bell bottoms like that's that's where you're the most you and where you're most comfortable bell bottom high-rise bell bottoms nice flowy hair Mm -hmm. they're on some hoops yep that is danny i am me (laughs) and jack pearson i love him i love him were you beside yourself the crockpot episode oh my god oh my god and it's like you know it's fucking happening but the way they did it was so cruel it was so cruel and i mean obviously every episode you cry like even me who is not an empath like if i'm crying i know you're like not well for the rest of the week yes so i got a crock pot for christmas everyone and literally the first thought that came to my mind was like i can never use this we'll be sure to turn it off because if this is us yes and a lot of people said that. And it's also, I mean, it was an old crockpot, I believe, in the episode. And I also hated how they showed that they obtained the crockpot, like that that old couple gave it to them. Oh, I don't even remember that. I do, because it was scarring. <laughs> because you're like, oh, how sweet of these old people. Mm-hmm. And then it killed him. That's true. I mean, but everything about it was horrible. Just like that they were like, oh, no, he's still alive. And then he just fucking dies. In the hospital. Well, because obviously, like, they set it up to think, like, oh, he dies because he goes back in the house. Spoiler alert. He goes back into the house. If anyone hasn't watched it by now, I don't like, care. <laughs> right. It, by this point, you should. He goes back in the house to save the dog. Yes. And you're like. <sighs> and then that's when he burns. Yeah. And truly thank God that that's not the way that it right, was. Right, because that would have been morbid. I mean, it's so kind of morbid. I but. mean, like, Chrissy Metz's character would have. I mean, she already felt guilt. But, right. like, she. She would have, have never recovered, it. absolutely not. No. And then 
I have a problem with just about every per- character on the show. Mm-hmm. Like, even Randall, like, he has some flaws, whatever. Jack was flawless. Absolutely. And he was the only character where I'm like, that's a good, pure guy. And they just rip your heart out. And you know, obviously, from the get-go that he died. Um, but how it happened, when it happened, it's just, you don't, you don't get over it. And I think, as a testament to Milo, Milo, mm-hmm. um... But it's just a good, it's a good, it's a good one. The champagne is flowing. Um, I have no idea what time we're at right now. <laughs> Last time we played this, like Smash or Pass, it was like, oh, you know, like Clint Eastwood, pass. Like we would just like immediately, like it was fast and fun. And not that this isn't, but <laughs> this is what we're happens. We're taking when, our sweet time. This is what happens when you get the two of us together and just, we can just talk for days about literally anything and we'll go on segues yeah but we can just always put up what the other's putting down for sure we'll be better next time but we hope you enjoyed well it's it's a it's smash or pass so if, again if you see if you pass on us then, then okay fuck you <laughs> <laughs> but you know we're, we're we're trying to incorporate that theme throughout the whole thing whether it's like events something we watched something we did and then again tying it in at the end we want to we want to try to like even like sample different foods or drinks at the end, rank them. Mm-hmm. Um, just give you guys, you know, just something fun to listen to. And the fact of the matter is, we're both involved in the film industry, so we can always probably segue back to something that we're currently watching or that we find is a very good content. Yes, and so plus we think that we're hilarious, and we just have the most fun just chatting about nothing. And we just figured. And it's really not our well, fault that we listening. think that because everyone tells us. They so hype us up. They hype us up. Our moms do it. Our friends do it. They do. It's more so you. It's not really me. That's not even true. It is. But so if this fails, we know to blame our mothers for Debbie. giving us hope. Myla, how dare you? How dare you for loving? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, this was this was Smasher Pass episode one. Um, it was a fun time. We've had a couple glasses of champagne anyway we hope you guys uh enjoyed listening um and we'll see you next week i think we should close out with a clink a clink all right to 2021 bye bye